This is No Shame Jimmy Shane, and you're listening to the Wrestling Cheers Podcast and being a winner. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking your break from all your worries, it sure would help a lot. Would you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially if you're Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. And of course, Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the brand new TreadingTopicsNetwork.com. And also by the Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders at NEOSportsInsiders.com. Please head on over to wherever you download us from and rate, review, and subscribe, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean, wrestlingcheers.podbean.com. Find us on all your social media needs, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestlingcheers, twitter.com slash wrestlingcheers, and Instagram, instagram.com slash wrestlingcheers. And if you want to email us, wrestlingcheers at gmail.com. And if you want to help support this show and you want to help represent Wrestling Cheers, head on over to whatamaneuver.net and pick yourself up a Wrestling Cheers t-shirt. And what we like to do here on Wrestling Cheers is we like to talk about things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. Shows that we go to, we preview them, review them, and deliver it to you, the listener, so you can keep all up to date on all your favorite promotions. And this week is an Ohio Championship Wrestling episode. We're going to talk about their latest event and things going on in OCW, and especially, technically it's been two shows of theirs since we've been able to, since we've been able to review what's going on in OCW. Um, Before we go any further, something I I did want to mention, uh, I know a lot of people have expressed interest in getting a wrestling cheer shirt, and... I think most people want to be able to buy it in person, and I'm, I get it. I'm the same way. I, I love buying things in person. I don't want to have to pay for them online. For example, if I can buy a shirt at a wrestling show, instead of having to go on pro wrestling tees, I'll do it. With that being said, please go over to whatamaneuver.net, pick yourself up a wrestling cheers shirt, hoodie, any other lines of clothing that they have available to put our logo on i'm gonna try by sometime early next year maybe within the first quarter of putting in a bulk order so i can sell them at shows because i know like i said I know a lot of people want to do it i know a lot of a lot of people kind of want a t-shirt trade and you know what i'm i'm for it but it will have to wait till i i get in the bulk order and i have been looking into other things as of right now um I'm right down the road from a print shop, but eventually at the end of the year, I will be, I will be moving. So I won't be as close to this one print shop, but I decided to check out their website today. And I found that they have a lot of different products that they sell. And you know, a lot of those different products that you can, you can promote on. I'm not even all the way done with all the options, but I've looked into wrestling cheers, beer koozies. I've looked into wrestling cheers, drinkware. 
maybe not glass, maybe plastic. I've looked into coasters and when I get my tax money, there will be a portion that goes towards getting t-shirts and then also getting other stuff. Maybe stickers, maybe buttons, and quite possibly wrestling cheers hat. I think I might actually get one made soon for myself if I can just get one made, but still eventually sell it later on when I I make the bulk order. But that is, it's a little bit of something I did when I started. Please, I don't want to have to beg. Uh, Eventually, here in the next couple weeks, I will have a commercial up uh, that you will be able to hear every week. Maybe a couple, because I don't want to have the same boring commercial every week maybe find a way to mix it up i have some friends who can come up with them and it's not that i don't want to do them it's it's one thing if you hear me on the show and then all of a sudden we go into commercial and it's still me i don't like how that sounds but if i can get other people to do it for me then i i like how those type of commercials sound and also over the past week or so we have done some growing here at wrestling cheers and People have expressed interest on wanting to come on the show at some point. And I think we got about two or three new people who have been, quote, added to the roster. So you won't always just be hearing me on the show. And we'll have a nice, nice flow of people who can come visit us and talk about all these great shows that we go to. Mainly AIW, cannot forget OCW, and all the other promotions in this area those are the main two that i go to but let's let's get into this let's start talking about ocw like i said it's been a while since we've been able to talk about them i think the last show we did we talked about yes it was uh we did uh an episode talking all about bash of the babe 2 so i'm gonna really quick go over the results for that and then we'll dive into this last show that they had so the two shows that we have to talk about are bash of the babe 2 which was on november 11th 2017 and the most recent show which was a very buzzbin christmas and that was on december 2nd so we started off with robbie star versus grant andrews robbie star was able to pin andrews for the win but he was also attacked by crosshairs kelly and pat the bruiser and they were announced as the final two members of the Survivor Series team later on in the night. The two mystery opponents that we talked about on that episode. And I actually said Pat the Bruiser. So half point for me on that one. Crosshairs Kelly, it's nice to see Crosshairs Kelly have a purpose in OCW. And I think the same thing actually goes with Pat the Bruiser. Hasn't really had much of a purpose for months now. But so they're putting in this match. We'll see. See how it goes later on. After that was Laura Loveless defending her OCW Women's Championship against Super Oprah, and she won as uh, Laura Loveless retained, I should say, via pinfall. In between, in between matches here, we had Matt Fantone on the mic saying some certain things about the main event that night, and Juice Jennings came out and attacked him, but the OCW champion Matt Taylor came out for the save. Up next was Trent Riley, Space Invader, and... Tyler Grimm versus Tenu the Savage. And it was quite literally a squash match as Tenu pinned two of the members of the uh, the other team, uh, the th- th- two of the three, Grimm, Riley, and Space Invader, for the win. Very quick match, under two minutes probably. Up next was Gino DeCapo versus Chuck the Truck Morris in a submission match. And it was 
Chuck the Truck Morris that made Gino tap for the win. The night continued on with Brandon Fields, Grant Andrews, Cross, Hairs, Kelly, Pat the Bruiser versus No Shame Jimmy Shane, Flying Ryan Burke, Robbie Starr, and Jake Ely in the elimination tag match that we mentioned. Actually was able to keep track of eliminations, and they went in this order. Pat the Bruiser eliminated Jake Ely. Flying Ryan Burke eliminated Crosshairs Kelly. Grant Andrews eliminated Flying Ryan Burke. Robbie Starr eliminated Brandon Fields. And then No Shane, Jimmy Shane eliminated Grant Andrews, given the team of Jimmy Shane, Robbie Starr, Jake Ely, and Ryan Burke the victory. There was a little thing earlier in the night that well, I did fail to mention on Twitter. A, a stipulation to the match. I forget, and my apologies, I forget what was to happen if Brandon Fields, Grant Andrews, Crosshairs Kelly, and Pat the Bruiser would win. But if the team that actually won, Jimmy Shane, Flying Ryan Burke, Robbie Starr, and Jake Ely, then River Blackheart would have to wear a turkey outfit. Very, very much uh, homage to Bobby the Brain Heenan. Then up next was the main event of the evening, Juice Jennings versus Dark Star Matt Taylor in a TLC match for the OCW Championship. And this was a very grueling match. And your winner and new OCW Champion, Juice Jennings. So this led us into a very buzz bin Christmas. And you know, I, I, I did thoroughly enjoy Bash of the Babe 2. It's cool to see a, a title change hands and especially a, a lengthy run by Matt Taylor. I want to say he was in the seven or eight hundreds. I did recently see it on a on a tweet today, I believe. But new champion, Juice Jennings. And what is in store for Juice Jennings? Well, we did start off with, like I said, a very buzz bin Christmas, which took place on December 2nd at the very awesome Buzzbin in downtown Canton. Second time going there, and this time I came prepared. I brought quarters. I actually keep a bunch of quarters in my car. You know, for whatever reason, you can always use quarters for something, whether it be going to Aldi, taking the turnpike, even though I do have easy pass, uh, car wash, need quick change. You know, you have a handful of quarters, you're going to have the most amount of money compared to a handful of most other denominations. I mean, maybe we'd you'd have to see, but anyway, uh, this time I played the, play the Ghostbusters pinball again, which I only needed one quarter to play because someone put a quarter in there. So it took 50 cents. I'd have it paid. Uh, before that, I played Super Mario pinball, which there was actually seven credits on there when I got to it. I just used one, so I didn't have to use any money there. And I also played Tales from the Crypt Pinball. It's a show that I used to love watching when I was younger. And that one, I, I did have to use 50 cents. So I played three pinball games, and I only paid 75 cents. And even when I went last time, there was a credit already on Ghostbusters, so I don't know if they, they preload some credits and give some people some free plays from time to time, or just someone goes in there and overpays. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but they also added, I believe, some games since I was last there, so very, very cool to see that type of environment. I think I do prefer the arcade bars, especially with a lot of them are if you are drinking that's free. And some of them, like, you can walk in there and just start playing games. They don't even know if you're drinking. But still, pinball's fun. And some of the tables that they have in there, I mean, there's also like Nightmare, uh, I almost said Nightmare Before Christmas, but Nightmare on Elm Street. They have the WrestleMania arcade game in there, the actual arcade game, not a pinball game. I mean, because there's actually a few arcade games in there. There's a Sopranos pinball, South Park pinball, Hook 
pinball and a whole bunch of other ones. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But if you're, if you're downtown Canton or if OCW goes back there one more time, I would suggest you check it out. And then I want to I want to give a shout out to OCW. They and I don't get to see it too often, but they started on time. They started at nine o'clock on the dot, and that's not something you see all the time in independent wrestling. So kudos to them for. I mean, the ring announcer was waiting in the ring, and they had a bunch of pre-show things that I, I have been told that was hectic, and they, they were worried if they were going to be able to start on time. But no, they started at 9 p.m. on the dot, which is the advertised time. So shout out to them. Started off the night with Flex Jordan versus Flying Ryan Burke. Flying Ryan Burke wins via pin and fall. Then up next, we are joined by Santa Claus. Santa called Fantone and Juice Jennings into the ring, and Juice Jennings did come out with Pat the Bruiser and Crosshairs Kelly, which I did kind of fail to mention. That is how Juice Jennings won. I mean, it is a TLC match. There's no rules. And Pat the Bruiser, Crosshairs Kelly came out and helped Juice Jennings win the title. So, this is a new a group that we have in OCW. Juice Jennings, Pat the Bruiser, and Crosshairs Kelly. Santa calls them all into the ring. And this was the point where Fantone announces the special stipulation for the Juice Jennings match with Robbie Starr later in the night. And actually, if you go over, I'm not going to play it here, if you go over to our Twitter feed, Wrestling Cheers, or at Wrestling Cheers, twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, you can watch a 34-second video that I shot of this announcement, which it was announced to be a Canton Christmas street fight. Well, since we had Pat the Bruiser and Crosshairs Kelly out, we had the next match of Pat the Bruiser and Crosshairs Kelly versus Trent Riley. And when I tweeted it out, I said a guy, I didn't catch his name just because I was working on the tweet with the video. And I, I did get a correction for it later. And I uh, we did tweet it out that that man was by the name of Tyler Grimm. So Pat the Bruiser and Crosshairs Kelly versus Trent Riley and Tyler Grimm. And without much hesitation or a much of a fight, Pat the Bruiser and Crosshairs Kelly beat the shit out of Riley and Grimm, and they won via pinfall. Up next was Gino DeCapo with Grant Andrews versus Electric Jake Ely. Uh, Grant Andrews out at ringside. He was given a, a shot to drink that he held for most of the match, and I did question, is Grant Andrews old enough to drink? And I was I was thinking because he hadn't drank anything. No. He's not. I was proved wrong because Gino DiCapo had Jake Ely outside of the ring, had the referee somewhat distracted, and Grant Andrews spits the drink in Jake Ely's face. Now, I'm wondering, is Jake Ely old enough to drink? Is Grant Andrews giving alcohol to a minor? That might be something we need to look into. But Gino DiCapo pins Jake Ely for the win. Well, up next we had Chuck the Truck Morris versus Grant Andrews, and Chuck the Truck Morris won via pinfall. Then we had the OCW Women's Championship on the line, Katie Arquette with Santa versus Laura Loveless with Grant Andrews. Ripper Blackheart, I believe, was at war wrestling, so maybe that's why Grant Andrews took his place. I don't know, it's really not close to an upgrade it's definitely a downgrade between the two human beings but laura loveless did retain her ocw women's championship then up next was robbie star versus juice jennings in a canton street fight and also crosshairs kelly and pat the bruiser were banned from ringside this was very much 
like the match of the DVI between No Shame Jimmy Shane and Derek Direction of themed by a holiday for the DBI match. It was Halloween. And for this was Christmas. So there was, there was candy canes. There was plastic lawn decoration, candy canes. There was a wreath. There was a whole bunch of that type of action. And Juice Jennings did pin Robbie Starr to retain his OCW championship. And after the match, Crosshairs Kelly and Pat the Bruiser attacked Robbie Starr with Juice Jennings, but Santa comes in for the save and delivers a stunner to Juice Jennings, and Santa takes off his beard, and it's none other than no shame Jimmy Shane, who was advertised for a war match in Indiana. Supposedly, there was a last-minute cancellation, and no shame Jimmy Shane decided to stick it to Juice Jennings by dressing up as Santa Claus because Juice Jennings said that no shame Jimmy Shane couldn't be there. Uh, Notes that I have from the show, I mean, I didn't really take any down, but you know, there's some mental notes. And there's the first one that I want to start with that has nothing to do with the wonderful, fine people at OCW. It has to do with these fans. OCW has some great fans. Uh, A lot of them are kids. You go to a regular OCW show that's not at a bar at nine o'clock at night. You have a lot of families. You have a lot of kids. And, you know, they're the ones yelling the loudest at some of these wrestlers. And and it's a part of independent wrestling that I feel a lot of more hardcore fans don't like. But I enjoy a show like that. But t- tonight, the, this very Buzzman Christmas wasn't all those fans. There were some kids there, but we were at a bar. OCW doesn't serve alcohol. This bar does. There were two people in particular that if we were at another show, if we were at an AIW show, they would be long gone. And one of them was during the Grant Andrews Chino de Capo match. Wrestlers end up on the floor. And at this bar, it's so small, you can't do a barricade. So there's nothing that separates the wrestlers from the crowd. Well, when they get into the crowd or get onto the floor for that matter, there are a couple tables surrounding the uh, this particular side of the ring. And they kind of bump the table. I mean, the wrestling, this is what, what happened. Well, it ended up spilling drink on um on an older woman, I'm going to say maybe 50s, 60s. She didn't look young, but she wasn't a wretched grandmother. Well, this drink lands in her lap. She gets pissed, throws the rest of the drink at the wrestlers. Okay, not too bad. I've seen worse. She keeps wanting to pick a fight with these wrestlers. I think for the, uh, this match, I don't know who she wanted to pick the fight at more. Might have been Gino DiCapo. Might have been Grant Andrews. Might have been Jake Ely. And then... At the end of the match, she ends up putting the referee in a headlock. She was not part of the show, and she got on the apron. If this was an AIW show, and I'm not, I'm not meaning to compare AIW to OCW or downgrade OCW in any way, but I think because OCW's fans aren't normally like this, they didn't know how to respond. And the woman was able to stay. If it were up to me, and I almost did it, I almost got up, ran over there, and pulled her off. Because that is trespassing. And I do think OCW is going to be reading some rules of things you shouldn't do at shows. And there was another guy. He wasn't necessarily as bad, but he had a little bit too much to drink. And I know he was putting his hands on Grant Andrews at ringside. Like, I don't like, like putting his arm around him and everything. And I think he was talking shit. And eventually he got kicked out too. Well, he got kicked out. The woman didn't. They both should have been kicked out. That is not something you do in independent wrestling. I've seen people try to storm rings and I've seen them get kicked in the head. One of them getting a concussion. The other one, I don't know what happened to the dude, but please people do not try 
to get into the ring. It is a show. Let's not not play around. And if something like that happens, like with with this woman and the beer getting spilled on her, maybe it's just because what I'm used to with AIW sometimes. They come to the crowd, you move your shit. I know one of the biggest things with me and AIW, I always carry a bag with me. Uh, WWE messenger bag that I got for free at FYE. And I keep anything that I buy at the show, you know, it could be t-shirts, autographs, DVDs. And then I keep supplies that I use to possibly, you know, live tweet and everything. I have about four different external power banks. So I know when the action goes in the crowd, you, you need to move. And this bar, I mean, granted, it doesn't, that isn't something that normally happens at OCW, but we're in a bar. We're in a very small bar. I think the distance from me to the ring, because I was sitting at the bar, three feet, four feet, and I was on the side of the ring that's closest to the ring where they, I mean, the other part of the ring is pretty much against the wall and the rest is an open area, but the, between the bar and the ring wasn't very big. So just, and it's something that we as, I know, arresting cheers and when we were the highway in your report is something we've talked about a lot, but it's, <laughs> it needs to be stressed a lot for this show. The show, like I said, it started on time. So happy about that because that doesn't happen often, especially a late start time, like 9 p.m. Knocked it out of the park. Kudos to them for that, like I said earlier. And w- with this kind of show, it was ex- uh, when they had the the Buzzbin show earlier in the year, there's no intermission. And I, I kind of get why, because there's really not much of a room for gimmick tables as is. I mean, yeah, some of them, some wrestlers are set up at booths and you can go buy merch from them there. But if they were to have intermission, it would be a cluster. So I, I 100% get it. Uh, I think the only complaint that I have, and it's not even that big of a complaint, it's just something that I hate when I get in these situations, like when I didn't know Tyler Grimm's name. No offense to him, but this this was a match that wasn't announced per se, and I'm not used to him that much. And even Trent Riley, I want to say he came out at the, the last Buzzman show, and he had a different name. And I've never had anybody confirm that for me, but I'm swearing up and down that, that was a, it was a different name that he came out. Like, it was like Clinton Oswald or something. Because he said, like, my name is Clinton Oswald. And I, I wrote it down so I'd make sure I, I knew it. And then when he came out at the DBI, he had a different name. So cool, we changed his name, that's fine. And one of the big things I, I've mentioned a lot, and I, it's not something I mean to dig into the ground, run into the ground, whatever, is some of these wrestlers that are constantly on the shows, I really wish they would get Twitter. I After the show, I actually gave a big props to Chuck the Truck Morris, which you can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We've tagged him on Instagram posts. We've tagged him on Twitter post. Not as much. I don't really do much tagging on Facebook, but he does have a Facebook account that he uses. And that is, in my opinion, as someone who, you know, works a lot with social media with wrestling, is it's important. And it's something that we mentioned last week about how, you know, when guys like me go out and, and tweet results, like, it's really good if there's a Twitter handle there, for example, that they can just click on and learn more about you, learn about other places you might, you, you're booked at. Like, oh, well, I can't go to OCW, but this wrestler is booked here. And most of the OCW roster is really good at it. Now, I believe guys like Trent Riley and Tyler Grimm are, are fairly new. That's fine. But I, I think especially, I mean, granted, some of the people I'm about to mention are new too, but I know Electric Jake Ely, you are a baby face. You are a good guy. Get out there. He has an Instagram. I'll give him credit there, but I feel like Instagram only goes so far. Step your game up, buddy. If you're if you're listening to this and get Twitter, you're at things like Jake Ely 330 on Instagram. Create Jake Ely 330 on Twitter. I think Gino DeCapo could use one too, but he is a bad guy, so depends. 
I know if I was that character, I don't mean to dig on them or, or give hot takes on something, but I'd have fun with that gimmick. And I think it, it would probably help him if he was on Twitter. Grant Andrews just needs to step up his game altogether. And on social media, he's on it, but not really. He'll go and tweet at Wrestling Cheers on Twitter now and thank us for talking about him, but it's okay. You're welcome. And you know that that was the OCW show. I'm going to hold off giving it a, a rating per se, but we've seen a successful title defense from Lord Loveless. The women's wrestling division in OCW is very small. And I'm wondering who, if anybody, is going to be able to beat her and how long it's going to take. I really wouldn't be surprised if she, you know, you know, she's having these matches month after month. I mean, she keeps winning, she keeps winning, and then you just expect another win, but she gets beat. So that's one thing we have to look forward to. Jimmy Shane, still the OCW Ohio Heritage Champion, and he's on his way to a thousand. And I'll, I'll ironically just got a interesting message that has to do with that. You have Juice Jennings, a new champion, one title defense in, and he has another one coming up at the next show that we will we will briefly talk about. You still have Flying Ryan Burke and Robbie Starr, the Star Flyers, as your tag team champions. We haven't heard anything from Matt Taylor since being champion, since losing the OCW champion. So that leads us to what we have going forward, and that will be Saturday, December 16th, Miracle on South Main Street at the OCW Arena. OCW making their return to the OCW Arena that is the Lakeview Auditorium, 2910 South Main Street, Akron, Ohio. Doors open at 6.30, bell time at 7. You can get tickets at the Thirsty Gator drive through Lakeview Market in Portage Lakes, Snap Fitness Training Gym, and Rhino Athletic Training in Coventry. Or go to ocwrestling.net, $10 tickets pre-sale or $12 at the door. And of course, you can get a $35 Family four pack, which is pre sale only. And you know what? I asked OCW, I said, Hey, we doing a podcast and we're talking about things going on. Can I get a card? Can we know? Can I know what's coming out? Can I know what's going to be on this show? They gave us a card. They gave us the, uh, what is going to be, I guess, the announcement card, or maybe, maybe there's going to be more, but here's, here's, here's your matches. We have the Electruck Company, Electric Jake Ely and Chuck the Truck. Mo- Morris versus the Star Flyers, Robbie Starr and Flying Ryan Burke for the OCW Tag Team Championships. Jimmy Shane will be defending his OCW Ohio Heritage Championship versus Gino DeCapo. And remember I said earlier, I, I just received word that the day of this show will be Jimmy Shane's 1,000th and one day. 1,001 days as the Ohio Heritage Champion. The Executioners, Pat the Bruiser and Crosshairs Kelly, will be in tag team action. And we will also have the return, the OCW return of Chase Aarons, now known as Bray McKenzie versus Juice Jennings. And you know what? We actually have a promo for this from Bray McKenzie. So let's go to that. Hey, Juice. Do you remember me? Because I most certainly remember you. Do you want to know what I remember? February 18th, 2017. I remember that date because it is the night that I defeated you in my second ever event with OCW. I pinned your shoulders to the mat for the one, two, three. I also remember 
you're not taking that loss very well. I remember you attacking me afterwards from behind like a coward. I remember you dragging me from the dressing area, ringside, throwing me into the ring, where you would wrap a steel chair around my ankle and smash it up. Lying there that night, I was reminded of the worst night of my life. December 31st, 2012. That is the night that I broke my neck in the middle of a professional wrestling ring. And lying there that night, feeling helpless, feeling vulnerable, I told myself that I ever made it through, that I would never allow myself to feel that way ever again. But you see, Juice, thanks to you, I did feel that way again. I did have those feelings. That night, when you smashed on my ankle, lying there screaming in agony, I was reminded of all those terrible feelings, and it eats me alive. I had a lot of time to think about that night since then, Juice, and I hate to admit this, but I can't say that I haven't fantasized and I haven't thought about all the ways that I can make you suffer. But then it dawned on me, Juice, that I just don't have it in me, that I'm just not that person because I didn't get into professional wrestling to injure people. I realize that outside of professional wrestling, we have lives, we have families. I understand that outside of professional wrestling, you're someone's husband, you're someone's father. And Juice, I don't want that on my conscience. I don't want your family to watch you suffer just as mine watched me suffer. <laughs> you know, Juice, I used to have a lot of respect for you, but that's all changed. I've been thinking about coming back for a long time but then it dawned on me that getting revenge on you and hurting you, it just wasn't good enough. But the night that you became OCW Heavyweight Champion, it was then, at that moment, that I realized that you had given me a reason to come back. So I'm taking the time right now, as of this moment, I'm challenging you for your OCW Heavyweight Championship. On December 16th, 2017, it's going to be a night that both you and I remember for a long time. Only for you, it'll be, it'll be remembered as a night that I beat you and I took your OCW Heavyweight Championship. Because you see, Juice, that is something that I can live with. That is something that I don't mind having on my conscience. Because you see, Juice, I'm back. And I'm revitalized. And I'm not the same guy that you faced on February 18th. December 16th, when you step into the ring with me, you'll realize that you've made a big mistake in not finishing me off. I'll see you very soon. Your days as champion, they're numbered. Will Bray McKenzie walk out of the OCW arena as a, the new champion? Or could the very possibility of Pat the Bruiser and Crosshairs Kelly play into the equation of Juice Jennings walking out, retaining the OCW championship. 
There is a lot to look forward to on December 16th at the Miracle on South Main Street. Like I said, the Electruck Company versus the Star Flyers for the OCW Tag Team titles. No shame, Jimmy Shane versus Gino DiCapo for the Ohio Heritage Championship. Bray McKenzie versus Juice Jennings for the OCW Championship. The Executioners will be in tag team action, and Matt Taylor makes his first appearance since losing the OCW Heavyweight Championship and much more. Unfortunately, we will not be in attendance for this show. Prior to this being announced, I did make plans to attend Mega Championship Wrestling Show Night of Champions 19. Or technically, it's it's Mega Wrestling now. Or their logo says Mega Wrestling, but it still says on the flyer Mega Championship Wrestling. Whatever it is. Mega Championship Wrestling presents Night of Champions 19. December 16th, 2017, doors open at 6 p.m. at St. John Gym, 1140 West River Road, North Elyria, Ohio. General admission tickets are $10, day of the show $15, front row tickets are $13, and day of the show $18. You can get the tickets at MegaChampionshipWrestling.com, and it will feature appearances from Tracy Smothers, Samantha Heights, Brandon Xavier, and Jackson Stone versus Bullet Club member Chase Owens. And there's a bunch of other matches announced for that night. We've got a triple threat match between Sean Phoenix, Kurt Stallion, and Brian Conville. The Bearded Bastards versus Dazed and Confused. Eddie Only versus Dominic Guarini. If I get any of these names wrong, I apologize because this will be my first mega show. I've been an independent wrestling fan for six years and I have yet to attend a mega show, but that will change this night. Uh, Fudu versus El Tiano. Graham Wellington versus TJ Dynamite versus Andrew Palace versus Sean Blaze. Derek Direction versus AJ Gray. Tracy Smothers versus Brandon Xavier. Thug versus Soja Match with special referee Aaron Bauer. Have a TLC Fatal 4-Way match for the Fighting Spirit Championship. Super Oprah versus Jocelyn Navarro versus Zoe Sky versus Samantha Heights. We have the Kroger Brothers versus PME Philly Marino Experience. First annual Caden Ranky fans bring the weapons street fight for the Mega Tag Titles. And like I mentioned earlier, a singles match for the Mega Championship, Chase Owens versus Jackson Stone. That is where we will be Saturday, December 16th. But hey, either of these shows are going to be a fun night of professional wrestling. Whether it be Mega, whether it be Ohio Championship Wrestling, support the local scene. And if I don't see you at Mega, I hope you're at OCW. Normally, OCW is really good at posting results within about a day or two after the event. So check them out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, at OCW Online, and on Instagram, at Ohio Championship Wrestling. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's, let's, uh, wrap this show up. Of course, you can find myself at Heavyset330. You can also find this show on all three major social media platforms. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Email us if you need to, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podcast. 
Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Please check out all the great shows here on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, European Uppercut, The Tuts Experience, Lou Chat, What's On Fight, Eurovision Showcase, Legends on Siren Radio, Old School at the Movies, Shut the Fuck Up, and my other show, which is on hiatus, hanging with Heavy, and check out some of my other podcast friends, such as Macho Men Radio, Chris Clem's Cavs Cast, Wingcast, a wingman podcast, Let the Hate Flow Through You with Jeremy Shear and El Don Diablo, Pod Van Dam, The Road Home from Wrestling, The Road Home from Wrestling, tongue-tying myself there, Weekly Wrestling Podcast, Rebel Life Media, check out the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers Moy Boy Designs, and always check out Thrift Store Jobber on Twitter, Instagram, and Etsy. And of course, snag yourself a Wrestling Cheers t-shirt on whatamaneuver.net. I believe that's everything, so thank you very much for listening to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, but sadly, we can't be two places at one time. And before we go, quick, quick side note, uh, you're going to hear a slightly different outro. I'm working on some things because YouTube has flagged our podcast episodes outros as the copyrights for the song. So they don't tag the intro, which is probably more of the song, but they tag the outro, which is a minute. So let's see how this works. So thank you very much for listening and good night. (laughs) 